0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Welcome back to our Wednesday edition of the program Midweek folks as we work our way through another week and last day of august things change tomorrow it's september always seems that way but uh, unofficially because everybody knows things change the day after labor day get it right come on not new years not september 1st day after labor day if you want to reach out to us feedback at ami.ca best way to do it is an email ask your question to the gang over there at uh communications, marketing, marketing, communication, whichever way you want to say them. They'll help you out over there, folks. That's at feedback at AMI.ca, one 509 4545 If you want to give us a call, mention it for Kelly and Company if you would, and give us permission to use your message on air. If we uh, can, we shall. one 509 4545 On Twitter, at AMI-audio. At AMI-audio, you can keep up with what's happening on the live shows and ask your questions to the gang over here at AMI-audio. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the program, co-hosting with me Brock Richardson, and on a Wednesday, we usually bring Jeff Ryman in, and we talk health headlines, but this week, filling in for Jeff, as he's away on vacation, Margaret Weldon, Megs, you're here too in another studio uh, over there, all uh, sequestered and ready to go with health headlines for us, welcome.
2: Thank you, i got to remember not to uh, be, be uh, dancing to the music.
0: no. Don't be, don't be head-butting your microphone over there or anything like that.
2: Oh, no, I like bouncing left, right, and, and I kind of forgot where I was, and uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt kind of commented, you know, the one thing I miss is is watching people jam to the music, and I went, never
1: mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Long as you're in the beat of it. Uh, where are we starting?
2: Okay, so we're going to start with a very interesting question today. So when you, okay, I'm going to start with you, Brock. When you wash your hands in a public facility, what drying method do you prefer? Do you prefer the air dryers that, you know, the hand dryers or do you prefer the paper towels?
1: So that has changed for me since COVID. When I before COVID, I would use the hand dryers because I thought, well, they're accessible. I can do that on my own. Since COVID, I have seen many, many things that say that those hand dryers are full of germs. So, I either use paper towel or do the air dry uh, mechanism. For me personally,
2: okay, fair enough. What about you, Kelly?
0: Um, I kind of like the hand dryers. Always sort of have, but you keep even before the pandemic. You'd hear, well, that's not really safe and everything like that. Um, pulling paper out is—it feels physically and uh, that you're you're getting a good job done. I don't like the waste. I, I definitely would prefer. Even though some places you go to, those fans or those hand dryers are so loud that they throw you off as you're walking, and somebody puts it on, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't find my way out of here." Uh, I've had that situation, but definitely hand dryers.
2: Okay, well, it's you've you've got you've got one on one. So, according to a study that was put together by the Applied Group of uh, uh, Medical. Journalists, medical journal people. Like, I don't know. I guess it was a study of scientists put together, um, where they measured the number of germs when you dry your hands with paper towel, and the number of germs when you use an air dryer, and yes, even when you ha- when you just air dry your hands too. And here's what they found: even though the paper towel method is greener, because of course, uh, with the hair with the air dryers, you're not throwing out paper towel right right so you're not creating garbage but rubbing your hands dry vigorously with paper towel leaves your hands cleaner now if for some reason you want to use the air dryer or if there's you know no other method there's a proper way to do it is to put your hands under the air dryer but palms facing up in the air And do not rub your hands together because the friction when you rub your hands together somehow gives the germs an opportunity to grow and be carried around. Right?
0: Well, you're also heating it up and they like that warm space. But isn't that interesting? Um, I mean, and again, I guess the, the paper towel, you're assuming it's not just a roll sitting on a counter because so many people are then touching it.
2: That's right, too. That's right. I, I, they're, they're looking at like these... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember I mean, the last time I saw a roll of paper towel sitting on a counter in a public
0: restaurant restroom. Germs are are obviously, or whatever you want to call bacterium, uh, it's going to be coming out of a machine at the best of times. And I, I guess holding your hands pointing up, palms, that's kind of the way I've always, always done it. But they have the ones, Margaret, where you kind of get your hands in between. And I i like those where it just comes spraying, you know, the air comes out. Yeah. But I would imagine those pose a different hazard, even though people have washed their hands, but people are still, Touching that. There's a lot of contact.
2: Yes, that's very true too. And um, another thing that people do, oh, by the way, just letting your hair, hands air dry, that, uh, or you know, like Brock was saying he does, um, that actually creates the most germs because germs love water. And it's their easiest method to spread their bacteria and be transported from one person to another. So, if whatever method you use, the drier you get your hands, the better. And if you wipe your hands on your shirt or your pants, um, that's another way of of uh, transporting germs as well. So, um, it didn't specify what type of air dryer worked better than another. It just looked at the different amount of germs between um, paper towel and air drying. And uh, yeah, I'd be I'm kind of surprised myself because I would have thought that the air dryer would leave more, just because you are touching it and you know, you're holding your hands under the thing where other people have held their hands and that kind of thing. I've so.
0: never understood pants. Like you're 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 wiping on your actual clothes?
2: Yeah, some people do that.
0: Yeah. I right. have never understood that.
2: No, neither have I but some people. <laughs> yeah,
1: that 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 one's just weird. Like, I mean, I, I've heard people that will say, you know, like when I'm when they're washing their hands, they won't touch the top of the, the faucet. Like if, if the faucet is like too low into where your hands are they, and they need space. I've heard that. But the drying on your pants, yeah, I don't quite get that because you're just putting germs from one space to another on, on a your ger- person. And
0: your pants, face it, are going to be germy if you want to say that. But I've just never understood if you're <laughs> – I'd hate to forget yourself. If you're someone you know who's not used to wearing a suit, you go out to a business fun, go in the bath and wash your hands. What are you doing wiping on your suit? Like, you know, if you get so conditioned a certain way, and I'm sure some people are – Maybe they're not comfortable touching the, the, the um, paper towels or using – because that's the only thing you hate, the fact that when you got to roll the paper towel that you're still touching the side and that – spot to put your finger in, to twist, to get the, them to roll out unless it's a totally automatic.
2: Yeah, well, and especially, too, if you're blind people like us, you know, maybe we get sauce on our fingers and maybe we thought we washed it off properly or washed it all off and then you go and you dry your hands and maybe you still got a bit of sauce that goes from your fingers, from your wet fingers to your good clothes.
0: Yeah, well, and the other thing is, I and I will say this, I do understand the frustration if you are vision impaired, can't find the towel racks and stuff, and this is something that normally happens to you, reaching around, touching everything else, re-dirtying your hands. I can understand the wiping on pants then in, in that application or so, – let me put it this way. I can understand someone getting to where they just say, forget it. I'll just wipe it on my pants, like yeah. like, you know, dry my hands on my pants. Not something I'd do, um, but I understand that frustration too because I have been that guy touching around. Where the heck is the paper towel? Leaving my wet prints everywhere.
1: But it's so easy for us as people that are blind and partially sighted to do things like that just by you know the circumstances of your life because <laughs> because that's what we do right. But now it, things like this have been so heightened in the last two years where it's like, yeah, touching surfaces not the best you know course of action. In well,
0: all and, and you have to watch how loud you yell that out because everybody says no problem, we'll fix it, we'll put sensors. But then you don't know when you're moving your hand, swinging your hand in front of something that's to lock the bathroom door. If you're using a public facility, uh, you know, a, a independent, you know, accessible bathroom, let's say. Uh, you go to, you, you know, lock your door. You get the door to automatically open. You get in. But you don't necessarily know, is this the thing to lock it? Did I hear the thing? Was there noise? Is it actually locked? Yes, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. boy. Problems.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to um, a, a unique one here. Did you know that gratitude, the science of gratitude, has uh, said that uh, gratitude can help improve your health?
0: I think so. Right, Brock? Yeah, I can understand that. Thank you, Brock. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs)
2: Yeah. appreciate it. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you, Brock. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's, probably, yeah, it's probably the only time you two will agree. <laughs> anyway, um, Robert Emmons, who is a professor of uh, psychology at the University of San Diego, California, and the editor of a book called Thanks, Understanding the Science of Gratitude, says that gratitude should uh, be... Is a crucial element of happiness, and it should be a state of mind because people need to acknowledge what they have. So you know, when when your parents or your guardians or whatever may have told you when you were kids, say thank you to you know for the gift or thank you for this or thank you for that or you know whatever the case might be. So it's it's good to acknowledge what you have, and you need to understand that life is good. And life, because life has many sources that are outside of you, right? Life's good maybe because of a parent, because of a spouse, because of a child, because of a, you know, maybe even a job. Some people really do, you know, love their jobs. Um, I heard that quiet quitting thing earlier today, right? Whereas other people really love their jobs. So to understand it better, the the more appreciative you are, the more grateful you are, the happier you become and the healthier you'll be.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was always... You know, growing up, it was always instilled in us that... And I'll take birthdays, Christmas as my example. You had to look for the card first. You had to look for the card. Because the initial reaction of kids, and even as we get older, is go for the gift. Go, And we we're always taught, be thankful even for the card. Be thankful for everything you get. And I think that we take these things for granted, Margaret, so easily that we kind of forget ourselves in certain situations.
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, too, sometimes it's, well, how come so-and-so got got a bigger present than me? Yeah. You know, Um, and that happens when you're little kids.
1: Especially when you have siblings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not so sure it has
0: to be little kids for that to happen, right? No, that's right. true. It really, <laughs> in
2: some, some ways it really doesn't either, right? Some yeah. people say, well, you know, so-and-so got a bigger gift or so-and-so got this or that. And, you know, and unfortunately we stop, we we, we uh, forget to stop and think, gee, you know, it, it's the thought behind the gift. It's the yeah. time that somebody took to, to um, consider it and purchase it and do whatever with it, right? So that's
0: another thing. It, it, some people, I mean, we obviously are flattered if somebody knows us well enough, uh, I guess, and you know, it takes that time to get somebody something or can. Um, a, a, again, I, I I know some people. If you say, "Well, I got yeah gift certificate here, for here here," um, you can utilize it these places. And some people will say, "Well, that's not a lot of thought." Yeah, and I don't know. I I, yeah, I understand. I yeah, and I understand you want to feel or want to show if you're giving something to someone that they know you, you thought about them. So I understand, and I don't know if it's a, in certain circumstances, certain relationships, certain friendships. I, I just think any time people take a moment to think, it, it's nice, whether it is that, whether they that life is busy and that's all they had time to, to stop and do, they have to know, you yeah. know, what, what would be a place you'd want. So there's to me it shows some thought.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Um, You know, I've often heard of debates, uh, Even now, maybe maybe you heard this one, Brock, maybe you didn't, maybe you went this way for weddings, you know, where you uh, register at places like the Bay, or, well, the Bay's gone now, but, you know, stores, so that you know what the bride and groom has and you still know what they need for wedding presents for showers or whatnot. And there's the old school way of thinking is, well, you know, in my day, when we had a wedding shower, it didn't matter if you got three toasters and four coffee makers. Mm, You were grateful. That was it.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was such a um, putting on a wedding was was a um, task. I'll say that was an experience, and making sure that everyone was covered, and no matter what somebody gave, I was grateful. I had yeah. people that gave us services that I was just as grateful as the person that gave us a, a you know. X dollar amount gift It doesn't matter They gave you a service They came to your wedding There were people that traveled from out of town All these things had to be considered And you should be grateful for Every single thing you receive.
0: And you don't have to weigh it out. When you give a gift, you know, well, I want to make sure I'm giving equal amount to what someone else does or that I'm giving it across the board for equivalent. Like, you you can you could go crazy working that out and, and do a huge disservice.
1: And even somebody's presence is enough That's because right. the, the price of gas coming out of town to a wedding is, of in itself, an expense. Yes,
2: so.
0: yeah, you're right. All right, Megs. We'll wrap on you for that. Settle back there. Give you a couple of minutes because Margaret is sticking around with us as she finished up health. She's just doing a switch there. Yeah, move those documents. Get on the right computer screen there. Uh, Margaret will be right back with In The Know. Stick around right here on AMI-audio and Kelly and Company.